good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Suffolk County Officials Fundraiser live from Fatty McGee's here on Connect Quad Avenue in East Islip. If you are out there and about, feel free to stop in. $20, all you can drink, some food specials, a bunch of other things. I see some old Henry's just making a gander into the bar. They've come up, come down, actually, from the western area. Uh, I'd like to welcome in our co-host, Scott Rice. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. Artie Suskind. Good evening, everyone. And Lenny Gombert. Hello, race fans. And, of course, behind the desk working the little magic over there, Fred Bensavanga from the new Hyde Park Termites. If you didn't see him on the TV, he waved everybody. So here we are, folks. We are about to begin the 2016 season. Um, coming off maybe the most memorable ending, or at least state drill ending, in drill team history of over 100 years. How can you even come close to repeating something like that? Not that you want to repeat a tie, but how can you even come close to the excitement that we had at that state drill, right? 15 teams trying to win? I think from a fan's Eight, point of view, it was a great, a great night, a great ending. From my point of view, it was a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah, we'll, talk, we'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah, but I mean... If, I don't want to relive the, it again. Yeah. For the fans that were there, I mean, what a show. And, and hopefully anybody listening uh, on the computer or on the radio, uh, it came through the excitement at the end of that tournament. Just uh, in all my years, I, I can't remember one that exciting. We, we've all seen some good ones, but nothing like that. Still get comments today when I see people about how we were doing the math up there, trying to figure it all out. Man, you could, you're right. If you go back and look at, say, any, any drill that – state drill. Just pick, pick a year. Say 1997. If you're one of the teams in it, if you're the winner, Scott already's face lit up already. Good year. If you're the winner, you remember that, right? But this is a drill everybody's going to remember. Whether you were listening on the radio, watching it on the computer, there in person, in one of those eight or nine teams that had a shot, or another team just watching, when you talk about the 2015 state drill, that's going to be like, I was there, or I remember that. It's different, except for you, Scott, saying 1997. It's a lot different. You know, again, us being up on the arch, getting to witness it all, and seeing as teams went, again, Scott, your team being one of them, and didn't do what they wanted to do in buckets, and seeing the sorrow, guys with their heads on on their hand on the guardrail, wondering what was going to happen. Um, so many teams just, they kept getting picked off one at a time, and, and uh, Bayshore, one of the last teams being able to do something, and their run started out great. I mean, it, it looked like it was going to be the end, and I'm sure there were plenty of teams hanging their heads, and... Uh, just what a, um, a change in the middle of their run, and it just affected everything. And, uh, again, a great drill. So what led us to that point? I mean, we started last year right out of the gate, Lindenhurst, and it started out just as everyone would have expected the year to start with the uh, prohibitive favorites for the entire year, the CI Hobos winning on opening day. And you know how many years we've stated if you win Lindenhurst, so how you end up winning the state drill. Doesn't so much come through as much as it used to, I don't think. But uh, the Hobos... And the Dutchman, 26-24 that day. I mean, almost a preview of what was to come. Then you had the Islip Wolves in the mix, the Redskins and the Piston Knockers, West Hempstead, so Port Washington, all within the mix for top five right there. So it was almost like without knowing it, somewhat of a mini preview of what we go, we were going to see come August. Uh, in that drill right there, going into buckets, 
uh, the Hobos are up one. And then they win buckets, and West Sable comes in second. The Hobos run a 20-42 at Linares. The Dutch run a 21-29. Bayshore runs a 22-48, which I believe if they run that in the state drill, they're probably state champions. No, or they had to run lower than a 22-4. I think they had to run lower than 22 Yeah, a little better than that, I think. But, I mean, I, I mean. I think everybody had to beat. I think you had to beat CI. Which was what? And I Well, I think from my team's perspective, we had to beat CI, and I think we would have won the whole drill outright because we were one point up, I believe, on everybody. Um, so I think 22-4 was the minimum, or the 22-6. Um, maybe right, you could confirm. Yeah, it was in there. You had, I to, mean, you had to beat better than CI. Like, the Dutch had to beat CI in order to tie them. Right. And you look at the times... The Dutchman actually put up a 20.89 in the state drill, right? They put up a 20.89 in the state drill, which actually betters what they did. If they run that 20.89 in Linnerhurst, they win the Linnerhurst invite as well. So it, it catapults them to a state championship. And the Hobos actually hang in there with a 22.68, giving them a tie for first place overall. So pretty, pretty unbelievable that. Who would have thought you started the year at Linnerhurst and it was almost came down to buckets, though it wasn't just those two teams, but unbelievable, unbelievable. So then you would think that CI, and all of a sudden people thought, hey, mate, maybe West Sable has a chance here. As you get into the season, CI was definitely the odds-on favorite, wouldn't you say, going in? Oh, definitely. I mean, well, they were, they were the favorite all year. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were obviously already back-to-back champions, you know, uh, pretty consistent throughout the year, putting up some nice numbers. So going in... On paper, I mean, you're a bet man. You're saying you're picking the Hobos. They were running every race well. I mean, again, Artie, I think you brought it up during the year. When they scored, they weren't scoring fourths and fifths. They were scoring firsts and seconds. You know, when they hit their run, it was a first or a second. And and let's let's call it the way let's call it the way we see it. You know, you know the Dutchman. I mean, come on, you can never never count them out. No. You know, they can hit a big run uh, at any time uh, during the tournament. Um, so uh, it was, I mean, going into motor pump, it was actually after, when you come out of ladders this year, you knew it was going to be grind out, a grind out tournament. Because there were people that didn't have points in ladders usually, they got points in ladders, and, and, and the people that didn't, uh, that usually do. So then everybody got equalized when they went into the hose races, you know, and then they didn't even... Perform, Show, perform right. the way they did. So then it became the last three. It was a very unique tournament. Very unique. Uh, you know, yeah, granted it was a tie we never saw it before. But just a very unique tournament the way the whole thing played out. I mean, there were just doors kept opening all day, and nobody ever was stepping through the well, door. That's it, Artie. We we brought it up several times that day. Who wants to win this thing? You know, and teams had opportunities to to put some distance. Out, you know, between themselves and, and the pack, and it just never happened. I mean, we, we go back to the 70s, I guess. You guys win with 12 points, right? It was 12 and change, 5, 12, 6, or I don't know. 12 and a half. Some kind or, of fraction in there. But yeah. anyway, that being said, when's, you know, when's the last time Vice President Chad walking in here? Yeah. Uh, when's the last time, you know, under 17, you know, uh, you got to go back to 2000, West Sable wins in Maine Transit? With maybe 16 points, is it in 2000? No. Yeah, 16? Harry's la- Harry's last year. Uh, I think it was more than that. Don't, you know, go I back and I look will, at I'll look at it in a sec. 
I think they went with 16 or 17 We'll get to that whole state drill in a second. We'll even take it maybe race by race. But what you don't realize is that in week two, you go to North Belmore. Now, North Belmore switched from the end of the year, goes to the beginning of the season, becomes also a Suffolk County point drill, if I'm correct, last year. North Belmore, because they had agreed to switch it to the beginning of the year. I believe it was Suffolk County. Yes, it was a crossover. Right. And going into buckets that day, it's 19 and a half, 19, West Sables beating CI. So there it is again. Those two teams battling out again. CI wins buckets with a 20-09 to win the drill. Dutch get a point at a 23-03. But unbeknownst to us, those two teams are still going at it. I'll take a look at what what year are you talking about? 2000. 2000. If you look at the state uh, state tournament. I know, Paul. Like you said, though, those two teams battling it out, and uh, they did it all year. I, I and of course, they end up tied for the state championship. So. And, and I think that, that was the apropos. prediction over over the winter, over the past winter, uh, the previous winter, was that they would be battling head to head. So uh, if you look at all the stats, it proves it. I mean, you guys are sitting here talking about buckets and how it was back and forth all year. Well, it's what it came but down to. We're talking about that. If you, Now let's fast forward to the state drill. If you look at the state drill at this point, if North Lindy wins, if Bayshore wins, if Islip wins, even though Islip wins the shortened drill out in, then it's kind of like it's off balance. Like, wow, somebody else really won. Right. Even though, I mean, they were competitive all year, but it really was from everyone's sit-at-home conscious point of view, it was going to be West Sable or CI, West Sable or CI, and all of a sudden that day it jumped up and it was like, then you had Kopech, Bayshore, Port Washington, Ice And, and that's what added to all Hall. the excitement. Absolutely. Not only more uh, towns and fans into it, but, you know, let's face it, a lot of us that don't have a horse in the race root for the underdogs. Uh, it's almost like the NCAA championship, the basketball championship. You want to see somebody upset uh, somebody, and you want to see an underdog win once in a while. And well, you had, I, you know, I, I four or five up there uh, really, really charging hard and uh, right on down the buckets, just like you like it. I think realistically, you know, we've all raced and been down this path of, you know, you go into certain tournaments and a state drill and you say, okay, well, realistically, where am I at? I mean, I just want to go down the track and be a top five team. I don't think I got a shot at winning. Look at looking at the CIs of the West Sables, and all of a sudden B-Hose or efficiency rolls around, and you're like, hey, wait a second here. Let's do the math. I mean, I'm, I'm alive. You know, and, I could – And I, strong. I mean, I could give you my point of view, being a seat truck driver only, um, from, from looking outside the fence, and I'll give you a little – a quick story. You know, um, uh, we run three-man ladder, obviously. You know, we, we know what happened there. And then we're watching B-Ladder, and I saw – CI come out and run a, you know, 505, I think it was. And I'm sitting next to Al Pugh, right? We're just sitting next, and I turned to him. I says, I don't think we got a 50 in the tank. You know, like, Ducky's best shot at that point, I think, was like 518 or 519, something like that, you know. And and, and then we run a shot, and it's a 501. You know, and it's like, I'm looking at my clock and saying, wow, what? You know, like, wow. You know, and... I think that happened a lot in that drill. Yeah. The, the the people you didn't expect to run that those kind of numbers ran some of those numbers. Right. You know. CI runs a 503 that day. Now they ran after you. Before. So you, they ran. So there was a 503 on the board when you come to the line and you run a 501. That's got a, it's a huge uplift to your day. 
I, I don't know how to. I, I was looking at my clock. I had 497, and I'm like, shaking it. I'm shaking it. Are the lights, you know, are the lights right? I'm looking. I'm going, ah, I must have missed it. And but it was ducky. Kevin, I, and, you know, like, but it was ducky. I looked to see him. He made it to the top. Then I checked my calendar. It wasn't September. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's got to be a high, you know, 550. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Well, again, that day started out with the three-way tie and three-man. Right? You, you know, we again, forget about that. I mean, we knew it was going to be an exciting day. You know, we all saw that. And I wrote that. I wrote that down. Part of uh, you know what, what to talk about tonight, and that was the emergence of of, of Chris. You know, in, in from Copeg, and, and that was part of that. I believe it was a 6:35 or 33. 6:33, and that and like, I don't think anybody really expected that in the state drill. And, nope. and there's another shot. And with somebody who you didn't think. So he's going to run that run. They you know? ran it. I mean, they ran some numbers during the year. But again, when now you're in the big day, are they really going to be able to handle it, put it up in the big day? You but know, obviously, he, Billy had left, went to a sale, so now it's his first year. And sure enough, boom, they put up the six. 12 but sixes the, run that day. I mean, you know, there's a 697 or whatever. But 12 sixes, I mean, three man is actually starting to creep back in to be like a, a real race now. Yeah. Because a couple years there, it got a little ugly. Uh, but I, I mean, sat, we sat here last year at this this forum of our preseason is one of the things I talked about. And you were crying about it. I, I was crying about it. And, you know, guys the, stepped up, and we've seen three men get better in the last year, which is nice. But the drama of those three teams being tied and Copeg running near the end of the pack and topping them all, I mean, it just started off the day right. And Point Pleasant, and, when Copeg comes to the line, sitting there with a point, first race with a bunch of youngsters, you know, Copeg knocks them out. They end up in sixth. Again, it was just somebody that you didn't uh, you know he he's been getting better and he and he you know he was putting up some numbers earlier in the year, but you didn't expect that, and to take first place there is is a big day. I think that might be their first first place two ever in the state draw. Yeah, it might have been. And, and three and men. And or, had a or, shot or any contest. Or any contest. And had a shot at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah they were one yeah. of the what eight or nine teams that they, had an they, opportunity. They got themselves I think three points somewhere else along the line and got themselves to eight, and were putting themselves in the mix. And you had a team like uh, Call Place Frogs scoring in two different races, um, something they hadn't done in a state drill, and did it in two different races, so that was nice. Yep, Kachog. Kachog scoring. Points. So it was uh, a real interesting drill. It was spread out, and when it gets spread out, anything can Game happen. Game on. Anything can happen yeah. because it, it becomes the great equalizer. Well, as the season went on, I mean, then then you get Central Islip goes on a little run after that, heading into the state drill. Uh, they they pretty much dominate the county drill. Northlanders comes in second, but CI wins it by eight. And once again, Islip, Bayshore, East Islip. Bad day for West Sable at the county drill. Out of the top five, nine and a half points. Unexpected for them. Uh, but CI has a good day there. Then they go in, they have the CI invite. Well, I think you got to remember just to cut you off quick. Oh. Uh, you got to remember, I think Michael had a little bit of an injury in the he middle did. of the year there, yep. and Billy started to have to step in for him, and uh, so there was a, a, a little uh, problem meshing in, I guess maybe it is uh, the word, maybe for lack of a better yeah. word. Uh, so that 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 took a step back there for a little bit. So, and then you go to the CI invite, and the CI invite, basically CI dominates again. I mean that usually especially with the, I think that was the crossover for Nassau County point drills. Uh, yeah. So that you had everybody there. It was old school CI. Everyone's going to be at the drill leading into the state tournament and CI dominated that day. The big the big person that day that actually started to make you think, "Hey, maybe they have a chance." 
West Hempstead comes in second that day. 18 and a half points just topping West Sable with 17 and a half. North Lindy Bayshore rounding out the top five. But uh, they, they started to make everybody believe, hey, somebody falters. If West Sable falters, if CI falters, West Hempstead has a shot. They had been dominating pretty much Nassau County, winning almost every Nassau County drill, if not everyone up to that point. So that was another team outside of who we're usually thinking about in Suffolk County that's now in the mix. What are you going to say about that? Yes, <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I think you summed it up pretty well. Yeah, all right. <laughs> so then we head off to the state drill, and let's just go through it. We'll do a little race by race. We already covered three-man. Kopeg, heck of a job right out of the gate. Basho was able. Lindenhurst. A lot of people expected Lindenhurst maybe an outside shot at the top five right there. They started out with that 641, three-way tie. Gives them two points. Uh, what, three points, right? And a good start for them. CI grabs a point right there. CI runs a 649, not used to usually coming in fifth, but now transfer it to the end of the day. That one point maybe <laughs> gets them a tie for and the state championship, right? 52 is 52, six. yeah. So 300. Real tight race. And then we, you just talked about B-Ladder. 501, 503, 509. When's the last state drill of 350s or sub sub 510? Three teams sub 510. Swan, where are you? Right? Yeah. I think it's yeah. been a while, no? Yeah, I mean, well, we've three seen. Three 50s. Um, probably back in, I maybe when the Wolves won uh, against that New High Park team. Uh, Could be. I'm sure we have people at home scrambling around, checking on their computer. Yeah, then send that up. it in if you know. But yep. I, I, I can look at it here. But I bet you it's been a few years. Also, you can get in touch with me too on the uh, the New York State Group Me site if anybody wants to uh, chime in. I'm on it, so uh, send your questions in or your answers. Because uh, we're sitting here, we're pulling it up on a computer. So if you have it off the top of your head and you can get it out, send it. And for and those then of how you, about, no, for those no, of you uh, listening at home. Uh, in a little while, we're going to try something a little different at one of these shows. We're going to play a game called Mystery Guest, probably in about, uh, i say, 10 minutes or so. So if you have any other um, racing family and friends around, bring them around the computer or the radio and let them listen in, see if they can guess who it is. So we head off to Sea Ladder. Islip runs that nice 880 in Sea Ladder. Now all of a sudden, Islip's in the mix. West Hempstead gets themselves back in. But North Lindy, at this point, you go from 5 to 8. And you got to be real happy. I'm talking about someone who's actually on the team out there running. you got to be happy as, as a representative because what are we doing with eight points coming out of ladders at the state drill? And leading no it. Idea. And leading it. Uh, I, I, I'm a loss of words. I know what I was thinking going into Seahose. He's got the you same know, smile uh, on right now, Paul, that he did coming out of ladders. Look at him. No, no, oh, no, and I think we said it on the radio that day. Nobody's happier than North Lindenhurst coming out of ladders because unexpected, and now you're going to your stronger events. You're like, hey, wait a second here. We, we can get something done. Well, that, that's how I felt about it, and uh, just wanted to keep my head in the game for the rest of the day. And how about five teams that day under 9-10? Yeah, An- another good 16, contest. Well, six teams. There's a tie for fifth place there between East Lysol and North How Park. much – here's a question for you. How much do you attribute the fact that the numbers were really good to racing on what I believe is the greatest track in racing? Conducive on a nice day. I mean, are you going to run? Are those numbers going to be run in Hempstead on Hempstead's track the way it is today? I, I don't know about that, but I also think it's a familiar course too now as well. Well, it was actually it wasn't new. It was brand new. Got brand new. And and, and I'll be honest with you, everybody's cone times are off. 
Now, you know, because and I and I could speak from my point of view as the driver of the C truck, and that's spinning him up. It felt like the old track, so I didn't really have to spin him up too much. It felt like it was gripping, and then when I left, it spun. I think that day I was like, uh, I think I think I had 360 cone time. Usually I'm never that high. Ran an eight. 98, uh, yeah. you know, so, you know, you could take 500s off of that, hopefully, but, you know, it is what it is. It kind of was like everybody, so as long as it was even for everybody, but it was a different course. Different course, but I I still think you're comfortable. You, you know where you are. You know your surroundings and stuff Track like sense. that. Track sense. So a lot of wandering. Yeah. With the well, trucks. think about what Islip did. I thought Mike wandered, if I remember, a lot last year. He stayed in the gas. Boom, lets him go. They run an 880. Yeah. Mike, Mike staying in the gas? Yeah, that's <laughs> shocking, right? You know, you guys are talking about the track and the condition and whatnot. Let's not forget the great job that the Selden Fire Department did and the Slowpokes putting on that show. Right. Uh, getting Absolutely. the track done. It was it was a little tight at the end, but getting the track done. Right. Um, when you look over the scorecard, it's a little, you know, not, a lot of people don't actually view outside the top five. But just let's look at a top ten teams up and coming you know you have point pleasant there's a lot of western flavor here point pleasant comes in sixth in three man henrietta comes in uh eighth in b ladder and then in in c ladder good numbers and then in c ladder point pleasant comes in eighth and henrietta comes in ninth so i mean three top tens or four or five of that are the two of them in the ladder contest in the ladder contest right. i mean talk about a lot to look forward to going you know into the 2016 season that's pretty good just something i noticed looking at it. and then point pleasant comes in co's they run an 11th they 11th uh place shot in co's co's the dominant co's team of probably the last how many years east islip puts up a shot the amazing thing about it is Different group. Different uh, Hydra man and a different no, nozzle man. Yep. They win it, though, with a 12.53. 12.54 for the Dutchman. 100th cost them a state drill. The state drill, Even yep. if they tie. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they've been if looking at it. they can at grab 100th somewhere, yeah, state crazy. champions alone. Well, both them and CI, I'm showing over the whole score sheet. Where could we pick up and you one know what? Like, point, like a half said a before, point. Who's thinking about it at that point? You're not thinking, oh, it's going to cost us a state drill. Yeah. No. But... I mean, it's and it's not something in ladders. You can say, oh, it's it's this, you know, we got we got beat by that maybe. I mean, it is what it is. That's the number. Now, time was the time. Now, do you think the numbers in that race are affected more by the new course, or maybe the course being paved? Because typically, I would think you go in the ridge. We're going to see 12 twos, and 12:53 won the contest. Uh, I I think the course affected the trucks. Absolutely, I think. I think cone times weren't there because of the new course. And I think that's why the times are a little bit higher. Well, they were also higher in Bihos. Bayshore wins Bihos with a 791. But if you go back and look at a lot of the Bihos winning times at, at Ridge, they're 7677. Seven, yeah. So a 791 wins it this year. Port Washington gets back in the name. Copeg 815 comes in third. East Isom stays strong. West Hempstead. So there's a race right there when m- most of your big timers. You're winning at that point. West Sable, you think, is going to be in it to win it. CI is going to be in it to win it. Nobody in Behos gets on the scoreboard. Right. And, well, and, and I think the reason why why the numbers were a little bit off in, again, people start looking, new track, oh, man, let me back up a little because if, it's, if I slide because it's new, then I'm going to blow it. I'd rather be back a little bit and, and make everybody work a little bit harder to 
you know, to achieve that, to achieve the time that you need. Uh, and that's why you probably won it with a 7-9. You know, it's but here you are in the state tournament, too. Only nine teams run sub-9 flat. Nine teams in the state drill run sub-9 flat. Which is typically you're saying, okay, that 836, that's in fifth. You're saying that's the ninth place time. And that day is scoring points. Well, I think, and I, I've said this for a long time, I think Behoes is always the turning point. I mean, you talk about a state drill. You can really catapult yourself into it. Or you can really hurt yourself a lot at Behoes. Because Behoes, as I always said, is a man's race. And in the state drills, the numbers have always been super heavy. To score in Behoes, the numbers are super heavy. And, and when you look at the fact that North Lindy, West Sable, CI do not score, look at the five teams that score. Bayshore, Port, Kopech, East Ice, and West Hempstead. They catapult themselves into a competition in buckets by but, scoring in that race. But Behoes is a big turning point race in these drills. That's it's, what Paul's saying, exactly. Right. You're either getting in or you're getting out. Do you want to play for the rest of the day, or do you not want to play? And these five teams, that actually made them play. It, it gave a shot. They right didn't know it, it yeah. at the time. But all of a sudden, it so, put them in the mix. It, yeah, but there's a confidence thing there, too. It's you, also the, the, the race, though, I, I, if you go back and look at state drills, the teams that run away with state drills all of a sudden will run a heavy B.O. shot and get four or five points and put themselves into the 20s low 20s or well, the high teens after five races and now all of a sudden those other teams that if you're in that eight or nine point range you're going i'm almost i can't catch them and and also it's a state of mind too with behoes you know behoes when your behoes is over your sweats off <laughs> yeah. the rest of the day you know you're yeah. you know you're cruising you know well, you're that- cruising the rest of the day it's a hard it's a hard the hardest contest yeah Probably to run if, if you're running it warm. Scotty, and from the driver's perspective, you got to feel a sense of relief as well. If you did your job that day, it's like, all right, pressure's off me a little That's bit. I don't have to worry about the equipment, uh, about right. what, what I'm doing. Yeah, you you may have a secondary position in some of those last three races, right. but the, the pressure's off of the drivers especially. Well, when you think about now, now think about those next three races also. We've talked about this numerous times on the radio during drills. Those last three races really cater to teams that have a, a manpower and then if you do have manpower, have athletic manpower. I mean, athletes, young guys, those last three races are so important, maybe more than ever before. Just I like based em. on the fact that, oh, they're so even, but now you have so, you're relying on, you're relying on eight, eight ten, ten, and twelve, 12 yep. guys. That's exactly what I was going to say. Now, when you finish Behoes, you take your scorecard, you can cut it up, and you can cut out two-thirds of teams and throw it away because they can't score no matter what they want to do. Right. Either they don't have the manpower, they're not going to run the race, or the manpower they have is capable of scoring. Right. So it really narrows it down. I mean, we've always had the argument, oh, we got to get rid of the sea trucks, they're not competitive. No. no, you want to make it competitive, just run motorized. It's way more competitive than the need, last three. You only need five guys. Yeah. <laughs> the last three races are way less competitive, despite whatever. And you can go look at the numbers, and I've looked at them. They are the, the same team scoring the last three races. Period. For the last 30 years. Period. Right. Period. So you want to make competition? Have eight motorized contests. It's a lot more competitive. But when you get into those races, you're saying, oh, I wiped the sweat up. That's when I started to sweat. Because then you start relying on not the five guys that, you know, you're going to war with jumping off the back of a truck. Now you're worried about that guy, you know, how many hamburgers that he had back at the camp. You know, did, what time did he wake up? Was he in the van sleeping? You know, it's like... It's a lot, yeah, you know, it's I like, never really lot, thought of it that you way. you got to rely on a lot of other things. Did he fight with his girlfriend because she drank too much in the first six hours of the drill? There's a lot of stuff going on, and we know there's a lot God more, only knows what will happen. You're asking when a lot more people get involved, there's a lot more margin for error. 
So, you know, more it's like more hands are uh, you know into the cooking the cooking in the pot. You guys know in in, in the buckets, one empty bucket oh. can screw the whole run. That bucket line is is just as second. if not more important than the guys on the ladder. That's right. You gotta fill them up. They don't well, start full. That's it. You, probably you, the best team in the last three in the last what is it eight years maybe CI. They come in and blow the doors off the contest. They're running 877, which actually gets them back into it. And we were, we were joking about it on the radio. Not a joke to CI, but we were joking about it on the radio that day. CI is the score in B-Hose, what is it, 11 straight state drills? Yeah. It's like 11, state, 11 straight state drills they haven't scored in B-Hose. It's an amazing stat. And right when they blew it again, we were like, holy cow. And then, boom, but they come right back. They run an 877. But there you go. You, a lot of guys. Guys that are athletes. Uh, and you're not even dealing with some of the guys that are upset that stuff just happened. I mean, you are, but you got other guys you can get in the mix that you know are focused yes. and ready to go. Islip, North Belmore, Carl Place, and Farmerville score. Carl Place putting themselves on the map. Farmerville putting themselves on the map. And then you go to pump, and then boom, knockers back in the game. Typort, Washington. What are you thinking at that point? Which would you take it first? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think Scott's enjoying this conversation so much. <laughs> we didn't even get the bucket. As we get, as we get closer, it gets a little bit more uncomfortable. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hey, I'm, uh, again, I'm, I'm happy about it. Uh, I didn't think it was going to hold. Usually, usually those numbers are bigger in that uh, at that track. Um, when when the last team went, we saw that we tied. I was extremely happy. Um, what could I say? Yeah, 627. I mean, that's not usually the state winning run you'll see. Bayshore and then Cutchog and Call Place in the mix there as well. So then you come down to buckets, and you have about nine teams with the opportunity to win. And CI, they run early, right? Somewhat early. And they don't run their run. They drop a bucket. They run a 22-6, and then it's it's open season. The door is wide open. Open wide season. Open. A lot of teams licking their chops at that point. And then West Sable comes down and runs that 2089. And it was like, boom. And and you had seen that they had progressed. They ran a good time in Lindenhurst. But they had progressed to become really, really good, I thought. Good pace and everything in buckets. They put up their shot. But still, I mean, North Lindenhurst had an opportunity. Haven't been the best bucket team all year. You were really grasping a little bit at straws at that point. Yeah. But it was a possibility. Islip had the opportunity. Uh, Bayshore, as good as anybody, had the opportunity. And those teams, all if they ran their run, would win it hands down. Absolutely. I mean, uh, like when North Lindy ran it, had they run the shot, nobody could have caught her. I mean, that, that's the position we, they were we, in. We would have had to run... Our best shot of the year, which right. we did anyway. No, understood. understood. One, you know, two weeks later. <laughs> right, two weeks later, we ran the best shot of our year again. Uh, but that that one would have been what we were on 21.99. That would have been yeah. the one. To, but I mean, that, I don't have the, like that, I don't yeah. have the sheet in front of me, Paul. But someone in Labor Day. Yeah. Had, had Islip run the right shot, could anybody have caught them? No. So I mean, you had these teams with the opportunity to just do it, and just kept opening the door for the next guy but there on was, the list. I mean, when, they, when you think about it, there was really only a couple teams that could run that number that going into the race, you thought West Sable, Bayshore, and CI, I thought were the only teams that could really put up that major number. West and then you still had two out there that could do it after CI blew it. You had West Sable and you had Bayshore. So talk about biting fingernails. There was a lot of that going on. And West Hampstead, you're right. They actually come in second that day with that 2107. So talk about an exciting finish. 
That was uh, a day to remember. A day to well, remember. I forget. I, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I told I told my team like the next within the next few days uh, after I got out of bed, really three <laughs> days later, thinking about it. No, um, drinking. Uh, <laughs> I stopped drinking for three days. <laughs> uh, how close? I told them you'll never be that close and not win again. I says, you know, because that's how close. Like, you don't re- I don't, I don't think they realized, like, they grasped it until, like, two weeks later. It was like I was in, walking around the firehouse in a little bit of a fog, and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, 12 buckets. Yeah. If it goes out in 12, we win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took 13. If it didn't do 13 yeah. and took just 12, we win. Yep. So, like, that's, uh, like well, I don't think that's a really long winter when you think of it that way. I hate to break it to you, but that's that's only the second saddest story because Bayshore's story is just a little bit sadder. The only thing because is they, they went from, the con- but the they went from they went from state champions to not going out on the track. Yeah, you went hurt. out on the track. It hurt. So you you had to cry about three trucks up. It hurt. They had to cry from the Seahose start. It it hurt. <laughs> Coming down, right? But that's just the truth. Talk about hurting and sad. That's what's sad. Come on, Chris Etzel's in the house. You're going to get a tear in his eye. The only difference is, is like, at 8 or 9, you just saw it going wrong. Yeah, it was. Just give me 12. I don't want 11. (laughs) Just give me 12. It was a torrid pace. It really was a torrid pace. Yeah, it was, it was, you, you, it was flying. It should have been, somebody should have been on that, on that guardrail going, guys, slow it down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because, like, I do that for my team. I'll sit on it, and if I go too fast. I yell at him to slow down, and uh, we used to do it on the ladder. But it happens. You get you get caught up in the moment. Absolutely. You 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 know you, you lose. Oh, the adrenaline is flowing. Your adrenaline is flowing. You you, you lose yourself in the in the moment. There's, you know, that's experience. Like yep. that, unfortunately, things like that build build character and will make you better next time. Because you will control yourself from now on. That doesn't make anybody feel better. Sorry. Just say it. Doesn't make me feel very good either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lost the whole internet connection. That's great. So, anyway, we're done with the tournament, so it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so let's take a look at it going forward to this year. We can start Suffolk and Nassau County. First of all, I mean, th- there's actually some teams having a difficult time getting out. We were talking about it earlier. That, uh, especially in Nassau County, right? If maybe New Hyde Park is struggling to get teams out there and, and at least getting some guys to be able to go down the track. It's becoming a struggle more and more for a lot of towns. And I think... It's happening more in Nassau County, though it's starting to creep into Suffolk County as well. And it's probably, you know, I mean, the guys have done a spectacular job trying to get people to come out. I mean, putting things in the Fasney magazine and all the fire news stuff they put the fire news and sending things to every department in the state. And they've really made it sound like it's something that your department should be involved in. But it's probably more economic than anything else. It's just becoming so difficult to be able to get it done. And not funding a team is getting the guys to be able to do it and give their time because it is a lot of time, especially if you want to be successful. So based on what is coming out this year, I mean, look at you got Hicksville. They just got a brand-new sea truck, right? They got yes, Corum's. Corum's, Corum's, uh, so you C-truck. got that. Clayton's got a new ride. Clayton's got patch hogs. But in terms of Suffolk and Nassau, I mean, I think you're going to have a lot of the same teams that are going to be in the mix. You got CI, give or take a few guys, coming or going. You have West Sable. I don't think they've lost anybody. No. Nope. Basically, they say they're running the same group out there. 
Islip's going to run the same group out there, probably just getting a little older, a little better. They had an addition to the team as well. Yeah. East Islip, I know they, they they have some guys coming back, so they're looking to put it a, a, a good shot up. Bayshore, opportunity to win the state tournament last year is going to be as good as if not better than they were last year. Who am I missing in Suffolk County? North Lindenhurst. Copac. North Lindenhurst, Copac. So. Copac, yeah. I mean, there's still a strong seven teams there that are going to compete pretty much on a day-in and day-out basis. And we don't know who's going to peek their head up into the pack. There's always right. one or two teams that well, you know, we, make we, some strides from right. the year prior. You were hoping Lindenhurst was going to make that step last year. Are they going to make the step this year and, and become a little bit more of a player? You got uh, that. You got Hageman now out on their own, even Hagerman, though they're only running a yeah. B-truck. Hageman's got a group of guys that are really young and eager. Yeah, they uh, uh -huh. look, looking on the Internet, you know, and, and listening to them. They seem to be uh, very confident and uh, yep. feeling good about it. They got to put it going in the right direction. You got uh, Sayville combining with Bayport. Mm -hmm. Bayport back in the mix a little bit here in Drill Team Racing. So you always know Sayville's got good equipment. They had a pretty successful year combined with Hagerman last year. And Suffolk County still, I believe, is going to be the strongest area in the state in terms of someone you got to compete with to try to win. Uh, Nassau County, West Hempstead, I don't think they've lost anybody. No. They still are still Well, it looked like group. Doherty lost, uh, lost a person. Doherty lost three people. But in terms of guys out there, now, see, now he can be the nozzle man. <laughs> now he can be the He said he was the nozzle man, old half-pointer himself. He was yeah. pretty fast already. It's going to be like lightning now. He's going to be able to stop now. He was fast, but he couldn't stop. We'll call him Bolt. <laughs> now he can stop. <laughs> Wait till we see him. He'd walk right by us. We wouldn't even know him. I wouldn't know. Yeah, he looked totally So you got West Hempstead in the mix. I think Port Washington's going to be in the mix. You got Kyle Lewis coming back. They got everybody back they over there? They got everybody back. Yeah. Plus they made some, some of the main guys they weren't, didn't race last year. They made some I mean, real big strides. look at Port strides. Washington. They, they scored in B ladder three with three different ladder climbers last year. Yeah. They scored in B ladder with three different ladder climbers. So now you put them all up there at the same time, not in that ladder, but you put them in three-man or you put them what, all on the team at the same time. Were they all related? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not Copenhagen. <laughs> so you got Port Washington, call place up and coming. I know they put a little effort and money into the team. Hicksville with the new C-truck. When, when you think about when you think about call place, I mean, when you think about Hicksville, what have we always been saying every time they come out to the drill? They can run three-man, they can run B-ladder, they can... Talented. They yes, have, they're they have talented, the talent. but they can't run the seat contest because of that seat truck they're running. Yeah. To me, there's no excuses now. I mean, no. you get Coram seat truck, that's a hell of a truck with very little runs on it. Yeah. Yeah, right? I agree. So uh, you got a nice piece they picked up there. That's depending on, 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 you know, what they're looking forward to and how much the work they're going to put in, I think Hicksville's in the mix there for Nassau County. Um, Manhasset's got a lot of guys coming back. And then you got teams you got to worry about. Westbury, New Eyed Park, Roslyn. You know, classic. Ros Roslyn's fun. Yeah? Yeah. They, their manpower seems good. Talk to Phil Curry out there. Their, man, their manpower seems okay this year. So I think you'll see, you know, 15 guys back in the mix with Roslyn. Um, you know, they were struggled the last year with some manpower, but they're okay. Um, look for North Belmore to make a stride. North Belmore's another one. That's a good point. You know, that's a team that, you know, whether some teams in Nassau may be dipping down, that's the opportunity for teams like North Belmore to step in. But, uh, I, you know, North Belmore, again, a nucleus now of guys, a core, three years, four years together now. 
And you can see flashes here and there. Some oh, yes, definitely. So uh, look for them to, to maybe make a step in or a stride. You know. Talk, go ahead. We're talking you know, about, go ahead. No, you don't know what's really going on with the South Hempstead-Hempstead thing? Well, I believe that they officially did combine, so they're running. That. I was okay. just going to say that, too. They're combined. They're still running. Okay, well. And I don't know if Spats is running in them, guys, but the team's running. I, I imagine when the, when push comes to shove, they'll probably come back. Spins and Spats. What about Twan? All about Twan. I don't know. I heard he was Twan's a, he's a definite a maybe. Now, right? yeah. he's, he's been out, what, three years, four years now? Four years, I think. Four years? It's hard to come back. Hard to get back into that. Uh, going to practice. Going to practice into the routine. Yeah. Paul, you were talking about it for a while, but uh, you never made the return. <laughs> never. And I never would want to. No, no. You, you get it's to a, a certain point. It's a lot of time, boy. Yeah. If you want to do it right. Oh, for sure. I mean, anybody can go out and right, barbecue on Saturdays. It's a lot Saturdays. of time. It's not part-time work. No, not and at all. Pay is that's, low. That's part of the, the issues. Again, you're saying guys getting manpower out. We all know that. That's part of the issue now. Is people don't want to put in the time. And, Absolutely. You know, if you if you grew up with it, if it was part of your family, which a bunch of us are, or you just get hooked, that's one thing. But to try and get someone that's on the fence about it, to be dedicated, to be there two nights a week for practice, Friday night to load up, all day Saturday and Saturday night. In the night, summertime. It's, it's tough. It's definitely tough. Yep. But um, it, it's it definitely separates the men from the boys in the sport, the guys that take it serious, the teams that take it serious. It really and does. And it shows on the track Absolutely at the end of the does. day. Absolutely does. And it always has. It's that's not a secret. The time you put you what you put in is what you get out. That's never been a secret. We were just talking about Port Washington. And Port Washington's losing one guy that they're gonna miss an awful lot. Muggsy. Yeah. Muggsy. Muggsy. Muggsy passed away about what a couple weeks, month ago. About three weeks ago. Somebody yeah. they're really gonna miss. Uh, probably their best fan. Wasn't a tournament that he was gonna miss up there in the stands. Yep, practice every night, stop watching hand. He really, outside of the woodpecker on his arm, he really <laughs> he really bed, bled blue and gold, that's for sure. I'm going to miss Muggsy. Oh, absolutely. Great racer, man. Yeah, always a smile on his face. Always willing to talk racing. And Great story. Help out guys from other teams. and uh, Oh, the stories. Many of you know Muggsy was retired, I think, from the town of North Hempstead up there. And he drove for Chief uh, Fire and Safety, which is in Port Washington. It's a fire apparatus and uh, equipment company. And Wednesdays was Muggsy's uh, Suffolk County run. So from about uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day, every Wednesday, I would see Muggsy on the Suffolk County run and uh, shoot racing with him. And uh, I'm going to miss him with that. I mean, he was a a true fan of racing. He didn't care what jersey you wore. He didn't care what your name was or anything like that. He, If he saw a great shot, he'd pat you on the back. He'd talk about it, and he would... Just a, he loved the uh, the game and the sport that we played. So a great, great guy uh, and a great fan of this sport. Definitely going to be missed. It was a lot of fun. A friend of mine told me, I don't want to mention whose name it is, it says one day he walks into a uh, an establishment with uh, women <laughs> that were on a stage. I don't know what kind of establishment this is. but And it's way in the middle of nowhere. Sure as heck not near Port Washington. And who does he see in there? Muggsy. Like, what's Muggsy doing in his place? I guess he knew a couple of the girls. He's like, funny. wow, you're not even close to home. He's like, I know. So That's we're going to miss him. Another one we're going to miss is Chip. Chip. Ron Chipman. We're going to miss him a lot. Main Transit, Main Transit, hosting the state drill this year. 
I know they were talking about putting up a, a trophy for him, maybe a combined trophy at the state drill. But Chip, always, always another one. A lot of good stories, always smile on his face. Uh, always see him at the Northern Dinner. He was there every time. And, every and time. I'm sure Main Transit's going to miss him a heck of a lot. And we're all going to miss him as well. So what do you think about Main Transit this year going up there to State Drill? In terms of great track, great facility. I mean, they make an upgrade every single time you go there. There's something better, bigger. Uh, you know, I, I, heard that, I heard that their Friday night drills are incredible. I hear that there's that the, the, the stands are packed. And, I've know, heard the number so, 5,000 fans tossed around. So, so they're, they're, they're doing it right up there. And you know what? Not for nothing. They're good people. You know, you, you, you know Carol and uh, Jim Lewitter and Mike Call and all those guys. They're, they're all good people, man. And they're, they're Chris and they're, they're a whole bunch of guys there that are they're really nice guys. Ho- the hospitality is great. So you don't ever mind going there. They're uh, uh, good overall hosts. Good people. I mean, good just, people. That's, the one, that's, that's the one uh, state drill if you ever thought about flying. I... I only did it once, but boy, when you fly into Buffalo, that's real nice. And going isn't so bad, but going home, it's it's great. It's yeah. just great. Well, that's the you know, way it always is, even if you go on vacation. Yep. Yep. Getting there is not the problem. Coming yeah. home is the issue. <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to come home. Go back to 1990s, <clears throat> really when they went into the rotation of being a every, you know, two years, four-year rotation of hosting the state drill now. So oh, they do it. They just do a superb <coughs> job. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's the lodging. And this year, I believe the, the parade's going to be even closer. <coughs> they, they made the parade where you don't have to start at the college. I believe you're going to start down on on the street there, closer to the to the firehouse. But just the facility. I mean, the upgrades they've made. Think about that whole other pavilion that they put in across the side of the track for cooking and things like that. Now so that it's they're streaming it, nice. they're showing it inside in flat screen TVs. If you get yeah, I mean it's gonna it, it's it's something that's uh, that they do every year that they, they, they improve on on the sport and it's, it's a great thing. And let's face it, those of us that that do bring our families up there with kids, you're not that far from Niagara Falls. Beautiful. And those of us that don't bring our families and kids, you have the Buffalo Brew Pub and plenty of other establishments around. So yep, casinos right over there in Canada, and all yep. kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> All sorts of fun stuff. All right, so Lenny, you have a little game I think you wanted to play, right? Yeah. Um, How's this game work? Or do, okay. we, oh, do we ask yes or no questions? Exactly or? right. So you so may want to take your headphones wow. off first yeah. and put your uh, your blindfolds on, guys. So, uh, Artie, you can work with me for a little bit while these guys get ready. Take their headphones off. What we're going to do is Scott and Paul are going to be blindfolded. We're playing right. a game called the Mystery Guest. Well, Mr. Watson's here. I just saw that. Well, it's not Mike Watson. Lenny, the last <laughs> time you blindfolded me didn't turn out well. <laughs> so, again, anyone that doesn't know, what we're going to do is bring think in... that a, man's weekend. Bring in a mystery <laughs> man fest. <laughs> so, uh, we All have I know a, is, Lenny, you got there before me and left after me. We, we, have a mystery guest. we have a mystery guest here tonight. So what we're going to do, folks, and uh, those of you can play at home, I guess, play along with what us. What the hell is this blindfold? It stinks. <laughs> And we're going to bring in this guest, and again, Paul and Scott are going to play. Scott, and you can't see we'll, anyway. Why we'll st- we'll start with Scott because he's got more state championships. Oh, Jesus And they Christ. each get to ask a question one at a time, and as long as they get a yes answer, it's yes or no questions. Scott, if you get a yes answer, Where's you can either, Hold you on, can either make beer. a guess or you get to ask another question. As long as you get yeses, you keep asking. If you get a no, then it's Paul's turn. Paul, same thing. As long as you get yeses, you keep going, and you can guess at any time. All right? You guys can see nothing, right? No. Okay. Hurry looking up. good, right, Artie? 
Everything's right. looking good. I'm going to get we're out. We're bringing in our mystery guest right now, so just be a little bit patient. Can I feel? And I'm going to uh, I'm going to pass off my it's headset. It's a female. And Artie's going to take a little break. I'm going to take over Artie's headset. So just stand by. Hello, mystery guest. We'll uh, we'll be talking to you in a little tonight, bit. Guys. Yes all or right. no answers, mystery Have guest. A great all right. Night. Enjoy yourselves. Good luck in mystery. Artie, take care. Thank you. you. Feel like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> All right, Scott, we're going to talk blindfolded. All right. All right. What do you want right. to talk about? Oh, are we ready? Luke? All right, yeah. We are all set. Um, okay. Mike Welton. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Mike says what? Mystery guest, would you like to say hello to the panel? How are we doing, guys? Okay. That's our mystery guest. Scott, you get the first question. Um, are you from the northern area? No. <sighs> I'm up. Paul, your turn. Are you from Suffolk County? No. Ooh, Scott. You're up. Um, are you in? Are you on the Henrietta team? Yes. Ooh, he's getting warm, Scott. You can make a guess, or you can go again. Oh, I got a yes. That's right. Well, Sorry. you don't have to guess. Josh Marshall. <laughs> Damn it. Paul, you're up. What do I? What do you want me to? do? You get to ask a question. Are you from Northern? <laughs> <laughs> No. Uh, no, I know. I'm joking. Take I'm his joking, beer away. I'm joking. <laughs> Are you in B ladder? Yes. Ooh, good question. Are you in three men? No. <laughs> okay, Scotty, you're up. Folks at home, let it run through your head. See if you Do can you figure drive? it out. Question was, do you drive, mystery guest? No. Ooh, you had to think about that. I'm up. You're up, Paul. There weren't many rules. Do you... This would be great if we do everybody's name, though. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, you know this person. <laughs> do you... Uh, are you in B-Hoes? Yes. Oh, you're up again, or you can make a guess. I might want to get tough. Are you in efficiency? Yes. Jeez, how many guys you got on the team? <laughs> Paul is still up. Um, are you in three man? No. Question's been asked, but too bad. Oh, Scotty, shit, you're up. Already? Um, are you on the ladder in buckets? Yes. Ooh. These guys are trying to get a visual here. Scott's trying hard. Looks like he's stepping on the brake at C-Hose right now. He's squeezing his face all together. Come on, Scott. Um, pass it. Go, go, Paul. <laughs> You're passing. Pass I don't wow. know. Wow. How long you guys got combined racing? Oop, too yeah. long. Scott's <laughs> older than me, so. Um, I think someone just stole my wallet. <laughs> Come on, Paul. Um, well, you're not the dumper. Nope, that's not a good question. That's not a good question. I don't know the names. I think you know his name. No, I'm not going to remember names. That's the problem. It's, it's Josh. I said that already. No, sir, you guessed that. not Josh Marshall. Oh. I don't know. Well, I'm going to give it to you, Paul. Come on. Because it's the other Josh. It's Josh, Josh Fluke. I didn't. Well, I don't Very know his good. last name. I said Josh. All right. You, I just gave it to you. All right. So I won. All right. Do I have to take... Do I Josh Fluke all the way down from the Henrietta Old Henry's 
with a whole bunch of other old Henrys. I think there's seven of them. And uh, Chris Wilbur's here from the Savannah Stella Savers. Well, hang on. Hang with us a couple minutes, Josh. Holy shit. <laughs> when I, I told take, you to take when I take this off, I hope there's a beer in front of me. How about that? <laughs> so again, uh, Josh, just quick, we, appreci- we appreciate you playing. Hopefully, we had a little fun. Maybe it's something we can Where'd do more in the future. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. So uh, again, a bunch of Henrietta Old Henrys here to uh, support the Wildcat Association with our golf outing on Monday. Anybody interested? We're out at Great Rock. There's still some spots. Uh, Eight o'clock tee off. Seven o'clock breakfast. But uh, Josh, good to see you down here. Um, I, th- I thought I'd mix them up a little bit. I figured they'd guess Josh Marshall right away. You know, you, right. you're, you're kind of in, yeah, kinda of in the shadows a little bit sometimes. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, when you started racing with the old Henrys and what year it was and what the team was like then compared to now. Uh, I started racing in 2009. And uh, back then, when me and Josh first met, we didn't really know that we uh, were family at the time. <laughs> we found out this through a kid, this is a family show so through our parents we are far cousins. out is Henrietta <laughs> <laughs> through our parents we are cousins so uh, 2009 wait a uh, second let me do the math on that <laughs> 2009 I started racing um, at the time you know we had a lot of guys but we didn't have the experience that you know some of the other guys did so uh, you know within the last seven years we've put a lot of time and effort into the team itself uh, you know and we've we've gotten to the point we are now uh, our equipment is getting better and you know the team itself is getting a, a whole lot better so uh, you know hopefully this year uh, we can turn a few heads and you know do well in the big show tell us about the um, the, the satisfaction you must get like you said your team wasn't uh, doing quite as well in 2009 when you first got on Compared to now, what do you got? Three Western Championships in a row now? Four. Four and oh, excuse me. Told you, Lenny. But uh, <laughs> does that does that get the rest of the team, including yourself, uh, revved up for the new season? You know, it, it definitely does. Uh, you know, I think I think guys know what what we can do, and uh, and what we've what we've shown in the past, and what we you know we're we're capable of doing. Um, the big thing is is showing up at the state drill and and, and putting our runs together. Um, it's one thing we haven't been able to do in the last few years. Well, we were talking about earlier that, you know, you said you guys had scored top tens. I mean, obviously, that's not what you're shooting for. But you guys had scored a, a, a few top tens in the last state drill. I mean, talk about – and those were good times. I mean, I think you've scored – you've scored in a couple state drills. Yeah, uh, mostly efficiency. Right, right, uh, which actually you scored a, a, you know, even back before you ever started racing, yeah. they scored in efficiency a bunch right. of times. But, I mean, in terms of – there were some heavy numbers at this state trill, and you guys still yeah, were we, clamoring around the top. The last few years, I think, uh, B-Ladder, we've we finished sixth place, I think, in the last three state drills in B-Ladder. Um, you know, we were in top ten, C-Ladder. Um, we did a lot of work this year to our trucks, so, you know, hopefully we're getting to the point where, you know, uh, we can get up in the top five with some other races. When you when, Now, when you go to a state trill, you're heading into a state drill. What is it? What is it you think that's the number one thing that your handicaps your team in terms of competing in all eight races? Because you guys have a lot of manpower. You got athletes. You got uh, guys that have raced a long time. Know what they're doing. What's the biggest handicap for you guys coming out of the western area into the state drill? I think lately it's it's been the equipment. You in know, terms of you're talking B and C truck. The so, the trucks. Not the hoses. No. You know, we, we've, we've stepped up our game as far as the hoses. Um, 
you know, but the, the trucks have, have been subpar, um, you know, but within the last couple of years, we've, we've put a lot of time and, and money into the trucks. Um, and I think, I think this year we'll, we'll be bringing something else to the state drill that, you know, uh, we haven't had in the last decade. Which is what? A newer sea truck. All right. And is that is that how you always is that how you always felt like uh, going coming into the drill like damn it we can compete but we just don't have the same. I think our B trucks you know more than you know they're capable of competing. Uh, the C trucks been you know on the opposite end you know um, whether it's you know the power or uh, you know we have the guys it's just getting the truck to where it needs to be. Now what do you think? And I, I've had this I've had this conversation a lot. This is my Western conversation with, with, with Mike Megan and Scott Megan. And I, I always believe, because they were a team that was really competitive. A lot of people, you know, when 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 they were running heavy B ladder, great, you know, three-man C ladder, uh, they had actually run some really good C hoes at the time. Uh, everyone said, oh, Spenceport's going to be in it to win the whole thing. And, and not that I was down on Spenceport or negative about it. I am a firm believer that if you don't run against the best teams every week, the difficulty of winning the state drill just amplifies amazingly, whether you have the equipment or not. And I just, it's hard because, and you tell me if I'm wrong or, or you can go about it any way you want. I've never had this conversation with you, so I'm curious how what you, what you have to say. If you have to run, and this is going back years when you had to run a 5-0 and B ladder, we had to go out there and beat it. You had to run 5-0. You had to run under 5, sub-520 at the Joe Schmo tournament right. to get a point. Mm-hmm. And we had to do it every single week. So we were practicing to run a five flat. You guys have to run a 590, and you're going to maybe get first, maybe get second. And if you run a seven flat, you might get two points out. What is that different mentality? Do you think you think it makes a difference, or don't you when you get to the state drill? It, it, it makes a big deal, but I could, as, as far as us as a team, we go out every week and we want to run a better race than we did the week before. You know, Point Pleasant is one of our biggest rivals, but they're one of the better teams in Western along with us that, you know, the two of us have back and forth every every week. Right. And that's, what I think, what drives both teams. Absolutely. You know, uh, we, we always want to better each other, um, you know. And do, you, do, you sit there, do, you, do you sit there with your team and watch tapes and say, I don't want to run an, uh, uh, an 875 anymore in Behos. I want I want to get to running those 79s and 80s. Of course, um, you know, Josh you Marshall is probably our biggest advocate. You know, he's every week he he wants us to better ourselves as a team, whether it's in the gym or on the track itself. You know, the better shape we're in, the better team we're going to be. Uh, you know, we watch plenty of tape. You know, not just of us ourselves, but learning, picking up things from other teams from down here. Um, but just well a difference the because state. we didn't have that back then. The internet, where you're able to actually, you could watch a drill live now, right, and right. you could see what everyone's doing and the times they're running and maybe even how to do it. We didn't have that back then. It was just between us. We would hear what was going on up there, but we sure wouldn't right. see it. Right. So yeah, that does make a little bit of a difference. So you're in the mix a little bit more. But I just always thought it would be difficult. I don't know if the word's pressure, but in terms of, I mean, you're just going to put up your run, you're going to run your run. But it does get more important for lack of better words at the state drill where you know oh my god there's three five o's in front of us and a 515 you know <laughs> we have to run our 510 here well again i think uh, like Hard. one of the first questions i asked josh now that they're 
Western New York champs four years in a row, you start pushing yourself a little bit harder. And you guys, again, you get to see what needs to be done in the state. And I'm sure you just want to make some noise there. Right. Like you said now, um, you mentioned that you've got some improvements to the C-Truck this year. Um, what about a B-Truck? I heard you were knocking around to try and get the old Wildcat B-Truck. And uh, we might have to work on Gary Sham tonight <laughs> and uh, get him to part with it. What do you think? We, we, we were trying for a while. Um, I think the only thing we lack in as far as the B-Truck is the pump. Um, I think everything else, I think that B-Truck is, is capable of doing, okay. you know, uh, what other trucks in the state can. Uh, it's just a matter of if getting the team together and putting the time up. Tell us tell us a little bit about having such a, a, an experienced driver, we'll call it. Tell us about Chuck a little bit. Chuck is, uh, he's one of the best drivers, you know, that I can say. He's, he's more worried about the guys on the back than he is about the time. And, you know, as much as we want to run the best run we can. That's his first mistake. Never worry about the guys Forget on the, the back. Forget the guys on the back. You'll get more guys. You can't You can't run a five flat and be ladder twice. You'll get more guys. We, we've, we've run into a lot of injury problems within the last couple of years. We had a digger that went out uh, with a shoulder injury. So um, we're just trying to get the consistency as far as the same guys, you know, year after year. Uh, we've been mixing it up a lot, you know. Uh, Nothing got, makes a bigger difference than that. Right. When you get the same group year after year, that's especially in races where you have to rely right. on each other so much. You know, we uh, God bless Eddie. He's 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 spent his time running nozzle. Um, yeah, he's got a few decades under his right. belt. Right. And uh, he's put up some great numbers as our nozzleman. Um, but now it's it's time to pass on you know the baton and and I'm taking over those responsibilities as of this year. You actually year, so. get to wear the gold chains as well, right. or you yeah, know, you're I don't wear have the gold much chest hair, but yeah. Very good, very good. <laughs> right. I love Eddie. He is awesome. No, he he is. He's he, a great guy. He definitely guy. is. All Too right. bad he's a saber fan and all that crap, but <laughs> he's all right. All right. Well, uh, Josh, we appreciate you, you coming on it. and having a little fun with the boys. Definitely. And, thank um, you very much. Again, thank uh, thanks to you and uh, all the other old Henrys coming down for our golf outing. And uh, have a lot of fun on Monday. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. Right. Thanks, Josh. Awesome. Actually, you know what? I want to talk. Can we get Chuck over here? I'm sure we could if he wants to. Uh, give him Chuck Marshall. Give him your thing. Okay. So he can hear us good. Because I, I want to ask some questions history-wise. Okay. Chuck uh, Marshall, for those of you that don't know, is the long time driver. Well, that's where we're going to find out. The Henrietta Old Henry's. So uh, he's been listening in. So we're going to get him. Chuck, over yeah, here. Come on, brother, to get me a bit. We're going to get him to sit down and uh, talk to us a little bit. Have a seat, Chuck. All right, well, we're waiting for Chuck Marshall to come in. So, yeah, Josh, I forgot Josh's last name, but I had it. I was correct on that. I won. You did. So, yeah, you owe me something. No. I don't know. Bucket of I owe you a program show. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, you just threw that together. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good job. <laughs> so far. All right, so we're joined by Chuck Marshall, longtime driver of the Henrietta Old Henrys. So uh, you were over there listening to the radio. So I just want to talk a little bit about uh, maybe some – how long, you first of all, when did you start driving? Or when did you start racing? Started racing in 1974. 1974. So, and you don't start out as the driver. No, we didn't even have a truck until 78. Really? <laughs> All right. So, so what are you guys doing? You're running old-fashioned up there, or foot events? 
for the first four years, yeah, we ran just foot races. And you ran in the western area with all those other teams up there. Right. And then what what makes it so you guys say, hey, we got to get a truck, we got to do this? Were the same guys involved? Was there, you know, a group of guys that were like, you know, we can do this or, you know? That was the, it was the same crew. just felt it was the next level to take the team once we had manpower enough and some commitment and dedication to the guys that we had put together. Um, they thought it was the next logical step, and we started looking for a truck. And when they get that truck, are you the driver then? Yes. So you're the only driver pretty much they've ever had? I'm the B truck, yes. Really? Interesting. That's interesting. And that's the same B truck you've had the whole time? Yeah, it's evolved over the last 40 years. But and where? who did, did you who'd you get that from? Do you know? We actually uh, reclaimed it. It was East Rochester's, and they sold it to Montour Falls uh, in 77, and we picked it up in the fall of 77, so we had it ready for the 78 season. That's awesome. That's awesome. And all those years, when you think back, I mean, you've gone against some pretty good teams. Spencerport, I mean, the list of their Western Championships is, is immense. Point Pleasant, obviously. Main Transit, un, you know, real well. Do you think the group you have right now is probably the most competitive team? I mean, you've been racing since 74 that you guys have had. I would say yes. We took a, a good stab at it back in the mid-90s. We had a bunch of young feet, and uh, the trouble was we only had eight of us. So it made it a little difficult to really be up there where you belong. We did win a few drills and, and take some, some points here and there, but uh, we really stepped up in uh, the last five to six, seven years that uh, we've got kind of like the second gen. Yeah, right. Uh, Your son, big part of that. Yeah, we got two or three, well, the three or four of the sons that we the, had. Of from guys before. that raced? Yes. So then, now you're on you're on four in a row. What's the uh, prospect for five in a row? Are you confident? I mean, it, when you look at the, I'm an outsider looking in. You look at uh, uh, Spence Sport leagues to be getting a little bit better. You know, they they were really good. They took a little step back, trying to make their way back. Main Transit a couple years ago was right there. And now it looks like it's Point Pleasant. That's, you know, not only probably your chief rival, I would imagine, up there, but... The two of you are going to be pretty competitive this year. Well, what, what's it look like, the outlook for you guys? Well, we're certainly going to uh, – we've been working hard to, to all winter on the equipment and, and, the, and the personnel. Uh, we started in the gyms, and for somebody who's been at it for 40 years to go in the gym and do some working out with the younger guys, <laughs> it's hard to keep up with them. But uh, everybody's trying to get themselves in a little better shape. Um, and uh, – racing every week against uh, guys from Point, Maine, and, and in Spenceport, it does, uh, you know, strive, uh, drive us to do a little bit better each week and try to put the numbers together we need. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get out practice soon, and the weather really hasn't been in our favor, but it's had hopeful to, we get out and start working. It had to be a real good feeling, uh, again, being around as long as you've been around, Chuck, and Henrietta never winning a Western Championship, and as you said, Spenceport has, has been the team, or Main Transit, or uh, Point Pleasant, those teams jockeying back and forth as the best team up there. For you guys finally to, to be there with them, and now really to have a stranglehold of the, of the Western area. Well, I would I would hope that you know that the hard work and the dedication our guys have will pay off, you know, in the long run, and be able to compete with, with everybody up there and, and down here as well. Um, we're going to try to get down to a couple of drills down here this year. Things go well for us. Um, 
but I think the guys, with the effort that they've been making and, and the improvement they made, not only in the equipment but in themselves this year, uh, is going to be a big difference. We've never really taken it to this level. So. Do, you, do you think racing, uh, you're obviously stating that this is the time when you probably have the best maybe equipment and guys on the team in terms of in shape and everything. Do you think having the state drill in main transit will be helpful to you? You're going to run there at least once, if not a couple times this year. And it's very familiar area, track for you guys. We were talking about it earlier, how I believe Ridge is very helpful to teams down here. You know, or, or tracks we run on constantly. You just become very familiar with it. Going into the state tournament, do you think that has any effect for you guys? I know I, as far as a driver, I've always liked to race on that track because uh, it, it's a quality facility. They've done a lot of work up there, and they keep the, the uh, facility up to snuff. Um, we've had a lot of good runs up there, um, so I feel, you know, pretty good that we can, you know, as long as we stick to our game and, and, and run our run, uh, I think we can be, uh, be in there with the mix. What do you, now, if you had to pinpoint... What is what is Henrietta's uh, strengths? You're going in the state drill. You got to pick because you know we all pick. Okay, we know we can score in this race. We can score in this race. We can score in this race. You know, and then if we can get a couple points in those others, you know we're going to be all right. So if you had to nail down two, three, four races where you guys think you're going to be really a good shot of scoring maybe more than two points, what would they be? I think B ladder and B hose. Depending on how the C truck does, we might even get into C hose, but. It's hard to say at this point, not knowing what that yeah, right. refurbished truck's going to do. So. Right. What'd you, what'd you do to it? You lengthened it? We lengthened it, uh, put all new, a whole new front end under it, uh, moved the motor ahead. So, so hopefully getting the transition that we've been lacking from the hydrant or from the brake to the ladder, to the dig, and so on. So. Now, do you think, we, we, we asked this to Josh before, do you think that, that that the equipment is probably the number one difference that's been, not just with Henrietta, but in Western, if not even Northern as well, between Long Island and what goes on upstate in well, terms of the vehicles? Obviously, Suffolk and Nassau have done this a long, long, a lot longer time than, than anybody else, with the exception of Seabreeze and Point. I'm not sure about the teams up north, but uh, obviously... The guys put together as much money as we can to do the things we can, and uh, take it to the you know as far as we can. Uh, each year we add a little bit more, or do a little more to the trucks to try to make them a little better, and hopefully at some point uh, that will pay off for us. Yeah, I think it's become actually when you look at the statistics, the competitive difference between say Long Island, Nassau, Suffolk, and then Northern and, and Western, which is a little bit ahead competitive-wise in front of Northern. I think it's all come together. I know it's come together in Nassau and Suffolk, the, you know, when you go from Team 1 to Team whatever, 30. But when you go from Team 1 to Team 50 in the state, I think it's all come together a lot closer than ever before. I don't know if that's because of the Internet or whatever, technology. But I think definitely, and, and Western, we were pointing out earlier, has like, I don't know what he's saying, has like 50. Uh, they, you, you guys, between you and Point in the first four races, you know, you guys were top 10 each contest. I mean, that's just knocking on the door. So maybe this year, you know, puts you in there, the mix a little bit more. What would it mean to you to be top five in a state drill? Oh, I don't even know what the words are to describe it after all these years of that's trying. <laughs> be a hot time in the igloo. Tell us savers be marching. Oh, Lenny, have your oh skirt yeah. on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll put it back on for that. 
Well, we really enjoy you giving us a little bit of time, Chuck. I really appreciate I got a quick quick trivia Go question ahead. for you guys. Chuck, if you know, don't hit it. Um, the Western area, again, you guys have been champs the last four years. They've been crowning a champ, I'm going to say back to 1965, but as of, let's say, 1970, there's only five teams that have won it, okay? I mentioned them before. It's Henrietta, Main Transit, Point Pleasant, and Spencerport. There's one other team that won it, 1993. Who is the other Western team besides those four since 1970 that won the Western Championship? Say it again. I'm sorry. Okay. Give me the ones that did. Since 1970, it's Henrietta, Main Transit, Point Pleasant, and Spencerport. There is a fifth. Seabreeze. was in 1993. Incorrect. They did win it prior to 1970. North Greece. Incorrect. I'm just throwing them out there. Come on, say something. Don't look on the I'm, internet. Let's I'm go. Not on the internet. There's, I'm thinking. There's some old Henrys here at Fatties that know, but they're holding back a little bit. And by the way, anybody in the area, stop in the Fatties, support our officials. Uh, uh, Frankfurt. L- Lunchbox no, has got it on the GroupMe <laughs> site. Chuck, do you know who it is? Yeah. Okay. All right, come on, guys. You're really striking out in these games uh, tonight. I threw two answers out already. This guy's not. He's not those were the, I was going to guess those. I know you were. All right, Chuck, let him know. 1993 was? Danville. 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 Oh, no. How could you not know that? I did know it. <laughs> I was giving somebody else a shot. <laughs> All right. What, so uh, Danville's actually got a bunch of guys combining this year, right? Right. They're going to run with North, North Greece. North Greece, right. Yeah, which is great. It was good to see those guys upstate and everything. All right, like we said, Chuck, we appreciate a couple minutes. That was great. Thanks, wish, guys. wish you the best this year. Long time coming. Top five could be it. And, uh, we wish all the teams the same best year they can have. So. All right, we Keep appreciate it, it. Keep it going. Great job. Dan's right. We should have known that. <laughs> should have known, known that. Scott, that's what I get for letting you guess. So how's this party going? Well, good I'm, out there. Uh, huh? I'm looking at uh, crowded. Fred Bensavega's out there yeah. cruising, cruising around. Eating. The, uh, why Dwight Park doesn't have teeth. Oh, he's, he's, I'm telling you. He's he, over there eating. He takes a fatty wing. He puts it in his mouth. It comes out a bone. It doesn't even chew it. <laughs> Let's see. What else we got here? Oh, guy, the president. President. State president's in the house. Vice president. Vice president. Kenny Khan's the president, Scott. Oh, I thought it was Gary. In case you didn't know. Uh, so let's uh, let's just talk about it. So, so the, we the gave other you, Josh is in the house. We gave you a little Western. Uh, Fred, I don't have a beer yet. What do you have there? Oh, what is he, your waiter now? <laughs> well, he said, give me a beer. It's, it's not enough that he gets before, here an hour early and sets all the Before the blindfold, up. I wanted a beer. <laughs> we walk in, sit down, and start talking. Fred does it all for so, us. So uh, how, about, how about Northern? What, what, do we, what do we got going up in Northern this year? We got Great Bend. They're coming off a couple years. They're of, uh, Northern Champs this year, Northern correct? Champs. Must Actually, be the they're C-truck. back-to-back 14 and 15 Northern Champs. It's the C-truck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it Copenhagen, helps. Uh, Copenhagen put in, putting in for a uh, state drill. Copenhagen's putting in for the 2018 uh, state drill. Going to have to uh, update some of that stuff yep, on the track over there. There's a little work there, to be done, but it's definitely do. a possibility. They uh, have the opportunity to do something. I mean, when you think about the state drills, I mean, we become very, I always say, cookie cutter. You know, we run the same circuit all the time, which isn't a bad thing because the tracks are phenomenal. Right. But, I mean, it would be nice to throw somebody else in the mix, you know, and then who knows, Copenhagen gets it, and then maybe somebody else in Western says, hey, let me have a crack at this, you know? Right. To me, it just adds to the competitiveness and the fun and all those type of things. So 
I'm hoping Copenhagen gets it. I know they're going to put in the work and the effort to try to. But Copenhagen racing-wise, I think, is, is going to be in it again this year with Great Ben trying to win that Northern Point Championship. And now Clayton. I think the sea truck. It's going to be interesting. I would imagine I mean, PJ's listening. Good luck with that thing, PJ. Of the uh, 40 Thieves sea truck going down the track. Didn't I think did. that was going to see that again, right? I, I, I did see that as well, Paul. I think I could ride my bike faster than he was driving it on <laughs> that one. But, uh, again, you want to take it slow. And uh, I'm sure they're doing the right thing up there. Again, good luck to uh, Clayton and PJ driving that thing. Uh, it's got a lot of great runs on it already. I'm sure there'll be more. Absolutely. So, big things happening all across the state. We just had the recent state uh, meeting. And if anybody out there, I mean, if you're wondering and don't attend some of these events, whether it's the state meeting or the or the state dinner, these are great things to get involved in. A lot of people maybe don't know anything about it or don't know they take place. But when you can go to the state dinner, I mean, the state dinner has become very crowded, right? Very crowded. I mean, well, like, there's got to be like 300 people there. I don't know if it's 300. It's close. It's got to be close. I mean, the room's big, packed. Room. There, it is a big room, and it's packed. I mean, there's tons of rewards they give away. I mean, it's a, not as it's just a nice night. You talk about the entire weekend. The entire weekend's a lot of fun. Right. I mean, it's just, just getting together, talking racing. There's nothing better than that anyway. Nope. Well, there's always a meeting at Hooters, right? Yeah, well, that's lunch. You're going to have lunch at Hooters. And, uh, and then if you get an opportunity Maxine. to also go to Albany, you can have, you know, the state meeting. You know, the state meeting's also another good time. A lot of guys even stay with Fanat nowadays. But you get to see what's going on around the state. You go to the meeting, you participate. You understand what it takes to put on all these things, and it's not easy. You know, right. there's, think about how difficult it is to go out there and get a competitive team to race because of all the time it takes. you got to give these guys a lot of credit for that of these officers of the state or officers of the county. I mean, it's a lot more extra time above and beyond what everybody does anyway. No pay involved there either. They're, they're volunteering their time. No Just pay. Like it's, a, it's, a lot of, uh, it's a lot of work, you know, back and forth. And then if you have a problem with something... You know, you have to be in touch with everybody, whether it be your vice president and the rules committee and, you know, if there's some kind of uh, uh, anything, Whatever. any the kind officials. of lawsuit, uh, <laughs> anything, you, all of a sudden now everything has to be a, a big communication. And it's hard. It's hard to get everything Tigers around. lawsuits. Well, I'm just saying, anything, lawsuits or, uh, or anything. <laughs> anything. Speaking of that, does uh, does Clayton Sea Truck still have the wheelie wheels on it? or? <laughs> wow, speaking of that, You're huh? trying to be nice, and look what happened. Jeez. What? What, too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Not too soon. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and it's another place to you get your questions answered. Never mind going to a county meeting, but a state right. meeting, you know, all your questions get answered, and uh, you feel good. So you know what? we got to give out a shout, another little shout-out right here to Mr. Harry Penny. Yeah. Mr. Harry Penny. We missed him this year at the state meeting, which was... Uh, last week, I believe, last weekend, and uh, Harry's a little under the weather, and Betsy as well, and you know, boy, do we miss them. Yeah, it's hard to have anything when you get together as New York State without a Mr. Harry Penny, because Harry Penny is New York State racing. Yeah, get well, Harry. Yeah. I mean, he really is. Think about what that guy's been through and how many years he's put in, but it goes way beyond his racing and what he's done on the track. His persona, in terms of representing New York State in racing, not just going out and hanging out with them, but his persona of what racing is and the camaraderie and the friendship and all those type of things. I, I mean, you know, as we we've talked about this, sorry, Len. We, we've talked about this uh, before. 
and uh, I've always said that when Harry Penny retired, something changed. Whether it be singing songs after a tournament with people you don't know, he always had that way to, uh, has that way of, of getting people together and, and having a good time. He's, he's always that type of person. I miss him for that. I, I agree 100%, and I think, especially in his later years, which, you know, of course, we're, we're young bucks, you know, next to Harry. He's been doing this a long time. But I think for sure in his later years, as, as we all got to know him, he looked, and maybe he did earlier, he looked at the bigger picture in racing. It wasn't just, I mean, it was a lot about the Bayshore Redskins. Yeah. But he looked at the bigger picture for the good of racing, for the good of everybody, um, for the good of the fire department in general. I mean, he served so many different positions, both in the racing community and the fire community. Um, and he's just been all about everyone else, not just him and his own department. Yeah, a great advocate for everything we do on so many different levels. I mean, it's something like you could go, we always said, you could go anywhere in New York State, and you could go anywhere in New York State, somebody would know Harry Penny. I mean, I don't know if there's another guy you could say that about. You just can't. I mean, this guy could walk into a lot of firehouses in this state and get a free beer without batting a fin, you know, an eyelash. Yeah. And, and, and then he'd sit there probably for four hours and tell some stories and sing some songs. I think it extends more than just New York State. He's, uh, <laughs> There's a couple of states he could do that he's in. He's one of a kind. He one of a is. kind is right. And Wish him well. I hope he gets better and uh, yeah. returns. Oh, uh, yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. But we miss him. Yeah. We miss him. It's not the same. Definitely not the same. I mean, and we think about all of the things that Harry has done in that form of, you know, doing the right thing for all of us in the positions he's had, but hanging out with him, going to a, going to an establishment, I mean, that's a whole nother level. That's a whole nother level. If you're still around, Thaddy right. McGee's East Islip, Connect Quad Avenue, stop on in. Suffolk County Drill Officials Fundraiser 2016. Kind of like opening day. Kind of like... It's kind of like opening day here, right? I mean, yeah, how, how close are we? We have actually a drill before Memorial Day, or what's that this year, right? Is there an old-fashioned or the – I know there's a beach truck. Isn't there a beach truck? No, I think, yeah, I think that was canceled. Oh, that was canceled. Was that it? was going to be uh, before, I Lindy. Think that there's was an old-fashioned drill or something? There's or? the Zach Burns There's going to be a beach truck. When is that? I think yeah. that is um, May – My internet is still down here. I don't think it's Memorial Day weekend. It might be the weekend before Memorial Day. Um, I'm just going to look that up. All right, while right you guys now. are looking that up, I was just asked to make a quick announcement. Uh, if you go to the Henrietta Old Henry's Facebook page, they have a GoFundMe uh, spot on there for Eddie LaRocca's, uh, is it his, his daughter? Granddaughter. Um, she's suffering from leukemia right now, and they're trying to help him and her out. So uh, anyone that sees fit could, uh, again, go to the Henrietta Old Henry's Facebook page and uh, see if you can help out the racing community. We're uh, all pretty good at helping each other out when the time arises, so um, please help them out. So on, at 528, uh, there is the motorized. It is a B-truck, but I, I believe, I believe, and I, I, it's not on there, but I believe it was canceled. Okay, the whole that, drill or the motorized portion? That is uh, Memorial Day weekend, too, right? Yeah. But the there is a, an old-fashioned. Hold on. We got All right, well, well Scott's looking that up. I'm going to throw one more plug in for the Wildcats 35th annual golf outing. That's going to be at Rock Hill Country Club in Manorville. Uh, that is this Monday. Come on out. going to be a lot of people from the racing community. It's a 7 o'clock hot breakfast, 8 o'clock shotgun start, lunch at the turn, 
three hours of uh, food and festivities afterwards. So come on out and uh, hang out with a bunch of your racing brothers and sisters. There's also, there's also a charity drill this year, right? That's the, the week yeah. after Hems- Lindenhurst. Hempstead, West Hempstead is running West that. Hempstead, Hempstead charity drill. I believe they're trying to raise uh, some funds to Dude. put money into that track. Yeah, and, uh, some of it, some, it they've done some work already. They've done some work. Which is needed. Track had been uh, worn in pretty good. Yep. So that's going to be helpful. Absolutely. So are they are they looking to repave it, Scott? Or I believe, I believe so. they are. I don't wow. I don't think they're going to get it to this year, but right. I think if they raise enough money. Well, you do that with that water out there. Yeehaw. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's time. It's been a long time for that, and uh, yeah, I, yeah, I that think track Lindenhurst is, is looking to do a little bit of work on their track. Also. Yeah, but I I, I, is there a rumor that Lindenhurst may be putting in for the state drill? Just Huh? It's funny. I was just gonna like say them. They just cut me <laughs> right it. off on it, but no. You said I, t- it. I take it back. Paul, Paul, Paul talking about Scott. What are you I, talking I about? I also uh, understand it, that Lindenhurst has uh, paperwork in for the state drill of 19, 19, 20, and uh, I believe they're going to be paving that course probably within the next year or two, and hopefully they'll be doing some work in the back and getting everything ready for that. If yeah, that would be 2019. Uh, that That's, I mean, yeah. when's the last time they said, what, they have a state drill there in 73? 74. 74? Oyster Bay Teddy's Boys. Didn't they finish the state drill there one year, right, when they had the problem upstate, right, with the arch when collapse? When the arch collapsed? Possibly. I think I they mean, finished it there, but it was well, Oyster Bay. Speaking of the Teddy Boys, I think the Teddy Boys are back racing this year. Yeah? Yeah. But while we're talking old-time uh, racing teams and whatnot, shout-out to the 1966 State champs, 50 years now for the St. James Wildcats. 50-year anniversary from the 66 championship. You follow on that team? Uh, I believe he was, yes. Wow. I don't know that there's too many other ones that are still local or uh, upright, but it's a 50-year anniversary for that team. Wow. A lot of big party over at St. James for that? (laughs) Yeah. Wildcat Association is really let. Yeah, we're gonna go to Gary's Have house it, and look at the beach Sable. <laughs> and then we're going to Great Bend. Great Bend will come down. <laughs> hey guys, look at the trucks. Uh, fun, fun, fun. Find a Wildcat sticker and stick it on the side for the weekend. There you go. Right. All right, so this was fun. That's it. This yeah. Was fun. I think uh, we covered every topic. We got to say uh, thank you to Fatty McGee's for every, for hosting the uh, the officials. Thank you to the officials. Hopefully uh, they made a few bucks today and uh, thank you, Eric. And put something in their uh, treasury. Yeah, you can't thank Eric enough, man. Everything he does. He does everything. He's a sponsor for the radio show. Yep. Best racing bar and there yep. is. Yep. For those of you that don't know, if you're in the East Islip. Uh, Great River area on off Connecticut Avenue, just south of Sunrise Highway. Fatty McGee's, some of the best wings on the island. Yeah. And their sure. beverages aren't too bad either. Nice and cold. It's always really cold. Icy cold. I like it. Sports on, and uh, I don't know, there's got to be a dozen or so TVs. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, things are looking good here again. Thanks to Fatty's and thanks to the officials. Absolutely. All right. So we want to thank Fred putting this little shindig together. Nice job, Fred. want to thank, thank you, Artie for uh, Artie. his contribution tonight. Lenny. Lenny, thank Your you. contribution. Paul, as limited thank you. as it was. Paul, thank you. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thanks, Scott, thank you. No. And our guests, Josh Fluke. <laughs> we want to thank Josh Chuck Fluke. Marshall. Mystery guest, Chuck Marshall. Old time, 1974. How many years is that? 42. 42. 42 years. That's a chunk of time. That's some time. That's a chunk Absolutely. of time right there. He doesn't look a day over 42 himself. Well, he's getting it done. Well, he's working out with those kids in the that's gym. That's right. So, that's you know? right. Last year he looked 62. Gets in the gym. He's 42 again. Look at him. I heard it's like a five-mile jog for the team, and then he goes an extra mile. He goes six just to show up. In the car. 
<laughs> He's right behind him in the car. Come on, kids. All right, guys. So, uh, again, a good show. We're all looking forward to opening day at Lindenhurst, June 4th. Lindenhurst, New York. Be there. You were chatting. Probably running the trucks around noon-ish. If it's not raining. If it's not (laughs) raining or if it's not Uh, He just jinxed us now. Now it's going to be sunny. All right. So, uh, we'll see everybody out at Lindenhurst, June 4th. All right, Come on out. Support racing. Stay safe and uh, enjoy, and we'll see you at Lindenhurst. Good night. Good night.